This is the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. Coming off an epic weekend in Syracuse, Syracuse-Georgetown matchup. Decided to go for the weekend. Went Friday night, Destiny USA, Dave and Busters. Great happy hour specials, great games, good times with my son. And Saturday morning, Marshall Street, Manny's, Varsity Pizza. And got to the game early. Got to see the guys warm up. They've never done that. I highly recommend it to see what these guys do pregame, how big they are, <laughs> what they do. Uh, if you have any little ones or younger ones, they can go up to the rope and kind of see these guys up close and personal. My son did that, and he was in awe how big these guys were. Being at the game, it was just different because I've been to Syracuse Georgetown games. There's just a lot of heat. People just don't like each other. You know, teams don't like each other. Coaches don't like each other. You know, Patrick Ewing gave Bayham a hug before the game. I know we're in a different time now. But still, it's just different. And there's open seats um, in the first level. You know, I went to many Syracuse Georgetown games over the last, you know, how many years. And I watched a ton on TV. That was never like that. It was always packed to the gills, packed to the third level, way past the blue uh, curtain people were sitting. But not in this game, not this week. We get to the game part. Georgetown came out scoring a lot quickly and beating the zone. Bayheim went to the bench pretty early when Georgetown was up 17 to 6. He brought in Justin Taylor. He brought in John Bullajock. He brought in Simon Torn. He sat down. Joe Girard, he sat down. Benny Williams, he sat down. <laughs> Chris Bell. And those guys energized it. Syracuse won a 12-ball run. They're up 18-17 at that point. Then they went back and forth a little bit. The defense clamped down after that. The Stars kind of came back in. He kind of mixed and matched the lineup a little bit. And Syracuse outscores Georgetown 39 to 17 to end the first half. So Georgetown scored 17 points pretty early, like a little over six minutes. And then the rest of the half, they only scored 17 points. So the defense clamped down on them. In the second half, for the first 12 and a half minutes, Syracuse only scored 15 points. And then they scored 23 points in the last seven and a half minutes of the game. So they picked it up and they they capitalized on Georgetown's turnovers. They capitalized in the paint. Syracuse was plus 24 in the paint. They also scored 24 points off turnovers. So they capitalized on what Georgetown couldn't do. Um, Syracuse shooting from the outside, not good. Three for 14 from three. Gerard had two of them. Uh, so that's got to improve. Uh, Jim Beheim was honored at halftime as in the ring of honor. You know, he kind of gave this heartfelt speech and he was almost crying. You know, like her or hate him, Jim Beheim, he's definitely, you know, loves Syracuse, the school and the community. You know, when he says, this is a great place to live, you know, and the guy's almost crying. You have to believe that, you know, many people may say he hasn't changed that much. Well, I don't know. In the last week and a half, I've seen him change a bunch, changing his lineups, you know, going to John Bullajock. You know, John Bullajock is just starring in his role. I mean, he is coming to the game, getting rebounds, getting deflections. Guy lost his shoe in the game and ran down two or three plays before they stopped play because he had to give a hard foul. And that's the kind of role player you want to have. You don't want to have this guy that comes in and thinks he's better than everybody else. He doesn't. He comes in and does his job. And that's sometimes what Syracuse needs. And I think this bench on this team is definitely giving Syracuse a lift. You know, Edwards was great. 20 points, 11 rebounds. Gerard, um, 15 points, but Mintz, 16 points, 10 assists. If you listened to me before, you know that I've talked about Benny Williams and different points, what he can do. And I think yesterday was just what the doctor ordered. I mean, the kid was getting dunks, and he was so hyped that he was getting dunks. And I think that's his strength, running the floor, getting easy buckets. I've been saying that for a while now. I think that's what he's got to keep doing. Keep running the floor, keep getting some loose balls, and get those points when you can. 
because Syracuse needs a you know a third and a fourth guy. John Bullock, I said he comes in, he gives good energy, he gives good uh, defense and rebounding and deflections, but teams are going to know that he does not make an outside shot. Benny Williams can make that 15-footer and in. You know, I like him better when he's getting fierce dunks. I think that's his strength. Once he gets those dunks down, those outside shots will fall. But I, I really liked how Syracuse moved the ball, and I think they play better and a faster pace. I think these guys are used to going up and down a little bit more, and I think they've got the bench to do it. Might as well do it. You know, okay, so now they got two more non-conference games. Monmouth, which is not a very good team. Uh, you can go to that game for 10 bucks tomorrow, watch the Syracuse uh, National Championship soccer game, then stay for the basketball game. That's what they're trying to do, $10 for that. Should be fine. Anyways, <laughs> so that's tomorrow. But then they're going to play Cornell, who's actually an interesting team. They played two uh, ACC opponents. They lost to Boston College and lost to Miami, Florida. They scored 105 points against Miami, Florida. So that could be a little tougher game than, than thought. They, Syracuse plays Pittsburgh, then they play Boston College. Then they play Louisville. Louisville is the worst team in college basketball right now. Boston College not great. Pittsburgh seven and four. So those are all winnable games. So will people be happy with that? Probably not because they still haven't beaten anybody. When it comes to January is when Syracuse schedule gets tougher. They got to play Virginia. They play Virginia Tech. They got to play Miami. We'll see what this stretch now that this new kind of found energy Syracuse has with the bench and the changing lineups will it translate against better teams. You know Georgetown, not a great team. Another benefit of being at the game is you get to see the bench reacts on both sides. Mintz came out a few times and he was so pissed and he came and pounded the chair. And it's like, you want that fire in your point guard, but he's got to keep his head because Syracuse really needs him. But, you know, as I said, if you haven't been to a game in a while, maybe this is the year that you pick up and go to a game. Like I said, tomorrow night's game is 10 bucks. You can watch the soccer game, which takes the national championship. And then you can stay for the Monmouth game. I know it's not a great opponent, but for 10 bucks, you probably could sneak almost all the way down to the court. And no one would even notice. So check that out. Um, if not, try to get to another game just because of the experience is different. If you're a fan, you've been a fan for a long time, like I am. It's it's a different experience. You know, you know, go to the places. Uh, one of the places I like to go is Rise and Shine. It's a good, it's not really a diner, it's more like a, a an epic breakfast place. I mean, they they serve these gigantic drinks, they serve these gigantic portions. Um, you know, I, I had Benedict Slider um, sampler. That was good. The night before, I went to Alto Cinco, which is a Mexican place on Westcott Street. Rise and Shine and Alto Cinco right pretty much right next to each other, but pretty close to each other. And, um, you know, there's a, many good restaurants in Syracuse. You know, it's, it's I wouldn't say it's a, a hidden gem, but Jim Beheim was honored at halftime. He's in the ring of honor for Syracuse. Not many guys are in it. He talked about this great place to live. Now, if you're from there or been there before, you, you know the spots. If not, I'll give you some. Anyway, that's all I got for the Dome Dog Podcast. Maybe a quick one tomorrow night at the Monmouth game. I just want to see who plays and what they do. Thanks for listening. Check me out on social media, Dome Dog Podcast, Dome Dog Productions, Dome Dog on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitter. It's all there. Have a good night.